And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Wednesday, August 2nd. I had it pulled up uh, with, uh, surprisingly, I'm surprised every time we jump on here to do a show that we still have Celtics news, but bless the content gods for giving us more stuff to talk about because sooner rather than later, agree, agree, sooner rather than later, you guys are going to be getting, reacting to Daniel Tice highlights and you're going to like it, okay? So be ready for for the Reminiscing about the uh, golden age of Daniel Tice on the Celtics. And we're like, damn, like he was good back in the day, wasn't he? It was like last year. (laughs) That's both a threat and a promise. Be ready for Daniel Tice highlights. Get ready to learn Get ready to watch Daniel Tice highlights, buddy. Does Daniel Tice have a nickname? We were just talking about a nickname, so I want to practice. Let me look. I got gotta be vanilla, vanilla tice, tice, right? Phenomenal. Yep. Phenomenal. Didn't even have to look. I know ball. <laughs> you knew vanilla tice? Yeah, I did. Amazing. I said it. I said it right as you were about to Amazing. Say. You lagged when you said it, so the, the pod's not gonna you know. Lagged. They're not gonna know you know ball. You lagged. Well, we'll find we out in the recording. Don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually don't. Who sure as hell don't know? <laughs> you guys, you guys, Landon, Joey Spats, all the people in the comments, let us know who actually lagged, and you can you can roast us from there. But we do have actual Celtics news. First and foremost, we're going to start with the Celtics have waived Justin Champagne. We did a whole video on it uh, the other day. So if you want to hear our thoughts and who they should add uh, at length, go check out that. Video, do do the thing we'll where you you it. have like the little uh, thing pop up in the top right corner of the YouTube video. Speaking oh, I will. Okay, I'll put yeah. it here. Let me mark that down. That's that's right at the start of Justin Champagne. I can find it. You let you you've been noticing. I'm putting the cards up. You know, I'll tell people. What oh, I, I haven't noticed, but I'm saying I'm just saying. Do it. All right. Popped into my head. Yeah, no, I'll go fuck myself. That's I fine. do. I do let the videos uh, run through, so we hit the algorithm. Like it's like, oh wow, good. this guy's just watching the whole thing. It must be fired. It's like, hey, everyone. <laughs> yes, watch sir. This. Yes, sir. Uh, and thank you to all of you who, who do actually watch the whole thing. But uh, yeah, the Celtics waived Justin Champagne. He's no longer with the team. If they hadn't waived him on the day they did, which was yesterday as recording this, I believe. So August 1st is when they waived him. Uh, he was owed $50,000. And if he got to the start of the season, it'd be $350,000. Uh, and I see Sam laughing because it's funny that they just said, you're not getting 50 Yeah, people. it's like, it's <laughs> like, actually, like when you say it out loud and I was writing about it, I was like, it's kind of fucked that they didn't give him 50 grand before they cut him. Like, <laughs> what is 50 grand to the Celtics? It's absolutely nothing. Like, see you later. The, the two of us make more than that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what? That's so messed up. Like, Wick's like, nah, see ya. Sorry, buddy. I mean, oh God, if he could do <laughs> if he could do anything other than rebound in the summer league, then maybe he would have gotten the 50K in a chance. But uh, he, he was he brutal. Real hard in summer league. Yeah, that's not, I, I. If I got a chance to play on the Celtics, I'd try pretty fucking hard too. It doesn't mean I'd be very good at it. Uh, no, Justin Champagne was fine. You could see him start to come around by the end of summer league. Like in the last game, he was okay. He was taking less shots, but I mean that first summer league game he played where he was just making nothing. He it, it's just it's clear that he could use some more time in the G League or, or maybe you know a stint overseas or something to revive the career. It's like it, it you it just. The shot's not consistent enough. The defense isn't consistent enough. He hustles and it's fine. He's a really good rebounder, but if that's all you bring into the table, on especially on a team like the Celtics, it's like it's probably excuse me, probably not going to work out. I just can't I hiccuped, man. Don't laugh. <laughs> They're like, we don't want to give him fifty grand. <laughs> it's it's not like it was a million. It's fifty grand. <laughs> 50 yeah, grand, by the way, tough. more than Babe Ruth made in his career. Is it really? Yeah, they made nothing back. I mean, well, uh-huh. he, I think he made like 30 grand, but back then that was probably a ton of money. Yeah, well, Babe Ruth, bum. 
Rat list. Yeah, bomb. Broke Couldn't play <laughs> plumbers. <laughs> Broke <laughs> played against plumbers. We just get all the baseball people really mad. But uh, other Celtics news we have, which kind of goes in tandem with the Justin Champagne move. Um, the Celtics have apparently, based on, I want to get this report right where we saw it on Twitter, it came from it aggregation was, from yes, Euroleague basket Bolu. Just which is a different language, obviously. They aggregated, uh, which what is it, SDNS or something like that? Yeah, sports DNA, SDNA, which is a I don't it's a Greek, it looks like company. Tell uh, you what, you try and read that article, uh, you're you might as well Good luck. be trying to do shapes as a kindergartner. <laughs> Good luck, pal. Hey, <laughs> but um, apparently the Celtics have offered Sfi Mikhailu a NBA contract. It, there was no details whether it's a two-way deal. Actually, he's not eligible for a two-way contract, so if, if the reports are true and they have offered him a contract, it would be for a standard roster spot or maybe an Exhibit 10 to test him out for training camp. That probably seems more likely based on what they did in the past with the likes of Noah Vonley and um, who else? Justin Jackson was there and Jake Lehman was there. <clears throat> Bruno Caboclo was there. Seems like maybe that's the, the route they could go with Sfima Kailu, but uh, Spoiler alert, how about them Celtics nose ball? Because we put them on the thumbnail when we were discussing potential options uh, for the Celtics to target. And uh, look look where we are. Look where we are. We, we uh, well, sniper, you know, we, we got it. We got that on lock, you know. We know ball. What can I say? The funny I- thing is, is Svi Mikhailu is unsure if he wants play, to play for the Celtics or Panathinaikos Basketball Club in Greece. Yeah, which makes I sense. Sure hope I get Greece. it. I- I think it's in Greece. Yeah, I think it is. And uh, their logo is also a shamrock. So <laughs> he he just can't decide which team he'd like to play for with the shamrock on their logo. Yeah, Sviva Kailu, 26 years old. He's six foot seven is what he's listed as. It's a lot taller than I thought he was. Um, six foot seven, small forwards, 26 years old. Uh, he has one. Geez, oh. God, there's so many teams. One, two, three, he, four, five years. Of if experience. he was to join... Uh, Panathinaikos mm-hmm. you're playing alongside which former Celtic? Oh, you're killing me. Uh, how recent are we talking? Uh, two years ago. Vincent Poirier? Wancho. Oh, Bo Cruz? Apparently he just joined them because if you Google Panathinaikos, he's all over their Twitter. They're very <laughs> excited know. about Wancho being on their team. <laughs> Wancho. No, in all seriousness, though, like Sweet Mikhail, like I said, he's 26 years old, six foot seven. He played well with the Hornets end the season, played 19 games to wrap up the season with Charlotte, averaged 11 points, two and a half rebounds, 2.7 assists um, in almost 23 minutes, shot 44% from the field, 40% from deep on almost five three point attempts per game. Not a great free throw shooter, weirdly enough. He's only 76% career shooter, but last year he shot 66%. He doesn't get to the line much, so there's that, but just a little thing. Uh, that's a bit odd because he is a good three-point shooter. Uh, I like Sue Mikhailu. I-, I think when we were discussing the options, he was one of the guys that I was probably most intrigued by. Getting another shooter on the roster, getting another guy who can... You know, well, realistically, the way I would see Sue Mikhailu is if Sam Hauser's hot, play him. If Sue Mikhailu's hot, play him, right? Like, it's just whichever shooter has it that night, uh, you can run with. And so I wouldn't mind it. I think Sue Mikhailu's fine. Another, uh, another yeah. uh, Celtics trivia thing. At least two other former Celtics that are actually big names played for Pan, whatever this club is. Really? How Dominique recent? Wilkins. Oh, wow. Oh, Byron okay. Scott and uh, Dino Rajda. I know they're a big club in, in uh, the yeah. early and overseas. And all Let's stuff, see. So. Jimmer. Jimmer mm. Ferdet. 
Chinese legend now. He learned Chinese yeah, and he, he learned did get well. ready to learn Chinese. Good Nikola for him, Pekovic joined the elite. <laughs> Is this Sam doesn't care about Speed Mikhailu, so he's looking at self are you, are you, thoughts on uh, well, Speed it's not, it's not that I didn't care about him, but I was just on the Google and I saw a guy and I was yeah. like, Is that Dominique Wilkins? And it sure rabbit was. Hole. Like, I was like, who else is on this team with him? Derek Williams? Who <laughs> Went I down the rabbit was like hole. a number two pick in the draft? He was. Number two yeah. pick, yeah. Stephen uh, Kylo is fine. He mm-hmm. he's a good three point shooter. He had a great season uh, efficiency wise last year. He spent some time with the Knicks. Spent some time with the Hornets. Uh, he shot for total forty two and a half percent from three, right? And then he played nineteen mm-hmm. games with the Hornets, where he actually got real minutes twenty two yeah. and a half each game, forty point four percent. Pretty good. Very good. Pretty solid showing actually. And it's kind of odd, like the numbers he put up with Charlotte are respectable numbers and it's weird that he's like hovering out of the league the defense has to be really bad yeah. that's what that tells you it's probably not great are you on the basketball reference page right now or can i quiz you on the teams do you know uh, team? i'm not on the basketball reference page i was there earlier today so i may what team this what teams has fima kylo played for there's the lakers yep toronto correct yep oklahoma city yep detroit yep new york yeah Charlotte. That's it. Yeah, six. Yes. It's six. Nice. There we go. And I then know. actually career high points. I think what, I know what this Celtics? game is. I think it is. Yeah. Uh no, no. Sorry. His career high was this year. He had 26 um Ooh. against Toronto this year. Uh, or revenge game points. Yeah. Yeah. He shot 10 of 17 from the field and five of nine from deep. Uh, and he scored 21 against the Celtics, which is his fifth highest scoring game. And that was back in January of 2020 uh, in a Pistons win. And I think we were both there for that game. Uh, I don't know if I was there for that. Potentially. Actually. Maybe I was. I was there for some game. I think I was there for when the Celtics When I went, it was – well, we both went and it was Taco. When Taco yeah, debuted and it was a crazy, like, blowout. <clears throat> yeah. So I don't think this is the game. That was not a loss. No. So this is a different game. Actually, you know, I, I was at school for this game because I remember writing about it. So you Mikhail played super well, and I was uh, deeply upset. Also, um, member of <laughs> Panathinaikos, Kostas Kumpo. Oh, the ball. He's going to be real bad because if they have Thanasis on a team and they can't get him on the re- on the box, he's going to really suck. He's going to be well, like he does, us. He doesn't need to. He's an NBA champion, Sam. He's, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was the NASA oh, on just... the championship team? Yeah, That's all three Antetokounmpo's are titles. <laughs> yeah, Kostas won it first, though. Kostas won it first. Uh, but yeah, I, I like Steve Kylo. I think he was one, of, again, he was one of the top guys I had uh, on my list when I was talking about it. Um, when we talked about it, I should say, the other day. So go check out that video if you want to hear the full list of guys we would consider and we, we would like to see the Celtics go after now that Justin Champagne is on the roster. But uh, if the Celtics have offered the Mikhailu a deal, I would assume it would be a training camp exhibition deal to test it out. Maybe it's a full deal. I wouldn't hate him, but we'll see what happens. I, I'd take Steve Mikhailu in Boston. All right. The next thing we have, Derek White was on ESPN today, right? It was an NBA today. Do you know what show it was? It was, it was yesterday and he had a chat with uh, Malika Andrews. I don't know what show. <clears throat> So Derek White talked about a couple things. Um, first off, he talked about a possible extension with the Celtics, and then he discussed his larger role. Uh, we'll start with the extension, then we'll get to the others later. Uh, Derek White, <laughs> excuse me, when he was talking about the extension, I love being here in Boston. It would be cool to get an extension. 
We'll see what happens during that window, but I love my time in Boston so far, and my focus right now is just on the season. Boston's a title town. That's what they expect. That's what they want each and every year. Obviously, we've been right there the last couple of years. Just the little things we got to do a better job at. We just got to continue to put together good days, and I like our chances next year. Derek White is eligible for I've seen a couple different numbers. I think it's a three-year, $90 million contract extension is what he's eligible for, but I've also seen three years, 85. Um, let me just look real quick so I don't misquote the numbers, but pay he's eligible whatever. to make a lot of money. <clears throat> Would you pay Derek White $30 million? Hell if I care. It's not my money. No, but like <laughs> from a roster no, seriously, standpoint. The reason why I say it like that is because, of course, there are the penalties now with overspending, but – you already have these guys. If you if you have success with Decorv, Tatum Brown, Porzingis White, and then whoever else, why not spend money to keep White around, especially if he thrives in this new role he's going to have? I, I would say it's somewhat risky to, to extend him before that. Not so much that he's mm-hmm. going to fail, but like I don't know. What what if he doesn't pan out? Like I think yeah. Tim said to us today in the Celtics blog chat, or he pitched it that Derek White, or not Derek White, I'm sorry, the Marcus Smart trade may have been just as much about getting Derek White more time and, and more yeah. opportunity than bring in Porzingis. And if they believe in him like that, then we really could see a huge boom from him. But if that doesn't happen, would they be overspending to keep him around? Maybe. But again, he's proven to be a successful part of the Celtics core for the last two seasons. He's played in seven playoff series yeah. since joining the Celtics from trade last year. And he's been really good. His three point shooting has improved. It's been the best it's ever been. It's much better than it was in San Antonio at a 38% shooting year this year from distance. It's pretty good for a guy that was what? 34% when he joined. I told you it would turn around. I, I, I told you Derek White shot would come back. <laughs> um, I have a feeling some people are going to get mad at me in the comments for this. Mm. The way I'm thinking about, I can't, I, I couldn't find if it was three or 30 million a year or 80, like three years, 90, three years, 85. I don't know what exactly he's eligible for, but <clears throat> I think it caps at three years, 90. Don't quote me, but is Derek white as valuable as DeJounte Murray for a contract? Uh, I think so. I think so. And I, I know DeJounte Murray is an all-star two years ago on the same team <laughs> as Derek white. But I, I don't, I, I still stand by it. I think they're. If they're, I could pick who I'd rather pay, it's probably Dejounte Murray. But for I also Celtics think Derek general? White's a good fit on the Celtics. That's what I'm saying. I think Derek White is a better fit on the Celtics, and I think the bigger, the biggest differences in their games obviously is Dejounte's a better playmaker. I'd say Dejounte's is he a better defender? They're probably the same level of defense. They're probably very similar. I would say you could even argue for Derek White since you just made an all-defense team, but that's also not fair to DeJounte because he didn't exactly have the best chance in Atlanta. Um, uh, but the biggest thing for me is Derek White can shoot consistently at, at, at an elite level. And, and that's really the good thing at for the me. catch and shoot. Good off the ball. And it, I, you can't convince me that if you put Derek White in the position and with the usage rate that Jante Murray had next to him in San Antonio, like you just flip him. I think Derek white could have been that guy in that all-star spot. And also I think a part of Dejounte's all-star bid was look at this young guy playing super well. Cause Derek white's a couple years older. I don't know. I, I genuinely think they both bring a similar level of value. And so especially with the new CBA and how 
like $30 million two years ago is a max contract. And I think people's brains still like comprehend that is like all the money in the world. Jalen Brown just got $60 million. Is Derek white half of Jalen Brown? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I realistically think about it. No, I, I don't think it's crazy to go back to the Murray Derek white thing. I think Murray might be the more deserving player only because I've seen him take over a game before, like where he was unconscious. You've seen Derek creating white shots for himself in the mid range. Like, he he tore the Celtics apart in one of those games. I think before they Didn't made the White Derek trade, White, oddly enough. Derek White did the same thing. He's done the same thing multiple times. But it's just like it, it was a different thing. Like it was like a, a closer takeover type thing where he was just getting who whatever he wanted, getting to his spots in the mid range, and they could do absolutely nothing to stop. Derek White's him. done that. I'm just playing devil's advocate half. I understand that I would probably agree with you that Dejounte Murray is the better player, but I'm just playing devil's advocate. I think Derek White's done that too. He did it in the playoffs before he came to Boston in San Antonio against the Nuggets. Yeah, he had a big game against uh, Denver. Mm -hmm. He did it multiple times against Dejounte Murray. Again, I'm just playing devil's advocate, but I don't know. I and obviously there's bias. I am just a Derek White fan, and so I'm gonna be biased. I'm not saying that Derek White sucks by any means, but that that is the one thing that jumps off the page to me. In yeah, I'm sure it has happened, but like I have a vivid memory burned into my brain because it happened against the Celtics where he was just unstoppable and you didn't want to see him get the ball because you yeah. knew it was going to go in. Yeah. No, I know what you mean, but uh, I'd be happy to see Derek White get an extension for that number in Boston. Uh, he also talked about a larger role. He goes, obviously, with Smart leaving. There's that point guard role that I only played a little bit last year. I'm looking forward to it. I'll definitely have the ball in my hands, more of a playmaker role, and I'm looking forward to grow with my team, just get us in the right position each and every time. Looking forward to start the season working with Joe, Missoula, obviously, and the rest of the guys. I don't think it will be a big adjustment. I'm just going to have the ball in my hands more, which I've done pretty much most of my career. So just getting back to that and just getting the guys in the right spot. Obviously, Tatum, Brown, Porzingis now. Uh, like, I have a lot of talent, talented guys around me that make my job pretty easy. And uh, on being bald, he said everybody likes it. So glad that he is self-aware. But uh, it looks fine. I've been saying this. <coughs> excuse me. I've been saying this. I'm in the process of writing about it. It's taking me much longer than I wanted to because I'm not home right now. <clears throat> but Derek White, when he's been given the chance to be a playmaker, he won Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Like, yep. <laughs> he is capable of doing this, and and I'm very confident in him as a point guard. And I love Marcus Smart. I think Derek White might be a better point guard than Marcus Smart. And, and you can dislike we me for that. Fast. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> hey, it, this isn't a new thing though. I said he was the third best player on the team last year. And no, I think he, he was. was. <clears throat> and so I I'm confident with this other moving forward. This doesn't mean I think Marcus Smart was bad, but oh, the comments are gonna love this. <clears throat> I know they are, and it, I don't want this to come off. As they Marcus just hit the, the like button from getting rock hard. You know, Marcus, you know, I love Marcus Smart as much as anybody, but I just think it, it it is a little bit better of a fit with Derek White because of the consistent shooting. And obviously you might miss out on the playmaking a little bit, but if Derek White can pick up that pace and really adapt to being a playmaker while Jason Tatum also improves and Jalen Brown hopefully improves his hand a little bit. Like I, I genuinely think Derek white could be a better long-term fit. Uh, and again, I people are the Marcus smart lovers are going to hate me. And the, uh, the, the, this isn't a hate on Marcus smart thing. This is just, I'm really high on Derek white. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not trying to tear. You one should be Derek. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to build the other up. Yeah. And it very well could be a situation where he thrives and it looks awesome. They better win. That's the take. <laughs> Anytime we talk about this, they better win because they royally pissed me off. Yeah. 
aware. But are, it, what, it doesn't mean I'm rooting against Derek White either. Let that be known. I know. Are you in on Derek White at point guard though? Who else is going to do it? No. <laughs> what do you disagree with my take that he'll be a better fit than Marcus Smart? I don't know yet. <clears throat> okay. I, I well. think Smart was a really good fit at point guard. I thought he was a really good passer. And I, I thought White fit well beside him. So that's part of it too. Also true. Yeah, you know, you're right. <clears throat> I agree. I, I do a consequence of this that I'm excited about though is I think he'll be Missoula will almost be forced to go back to double bigs. And I think that's when the Celtics can be at their best. You know what well, I'm saying? Also, like, I think also to discuss this, when Derek White first joined the Celtics, he was making some really great passes. So when he yeah. gets more of an opportunity to do so, we could get some really exciting results on the floor where he's dotting a guy up out of nowhere, making crazy cross court passes, whatever it may be, hitting guys on the roll with the lob. But Smart was excellent. So he's got a a, a pair of big shoes to fill, I guess, a little bit at the point guard spot. Smart wasn't perfect. But in terms of distributing the ball, I thought he was really good at it. He was. No, he absolutely was. I, I'm just again, this isn't this is less Jack dislikes Marcus, and this is more I'm just I'm excited I, to see what Derek White I does. Just love Derek that, White. That's <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. I'm excited to see it. I just love Derek White. So I'm very I uh, think it's August second. It. It's too soon to be like he's better. <laughs> that's what I think. Well, Sam, this is what podcasting's all about. Give me a break. I'm yeah. trying here. <laughs> Come on. Uh, all right. The next thing we have is a former Celtic talking shit uh, or, mm-hmm. or looking eyes emojiing the Celtics. Danilo Gallinari took. Wow. Let me run that back. Danilo Gallinari took to it. Was this on his Instagram or his Twitter? He had a super cool podcast with his brother and mm. he went on the show and he said, I can't wait to play against Boston when the schedule will be unveiled. I'll put an X next to the games. We will play against Boston again or play in Boston against the Celtics. Now he went on to say all joking aside, he's excited to get back on the court. So this yeah. was done a bit in jest. Do not get all heated against Gallinari where, you know, he's in a play and suit up with the wizards and people are going to boom because of this. <laughs> They're going to be like, Oh, he, he thought he was going to take down the Celtics, but like, if you're Gallinari, you're probably pissed too. You got excited yeah, no, to join this team to compete for a championship last summer. He hurts himself in an unfortunate circumstance. Sits on the bench, shows off all the super cool suits all season. Very cool. And suits. he's finally excited to get back on the floor and they trade him, which is something on this show we talked about as a possibility. And every time I was like, bad look, bad look. Yeah. Don't do it. Worth it for Wolfgangus though. It was somebody that actually wanted to be on the team. Oh, I think I think they made a deal where like it's going to be forgotten about and people aren't going to talk about it much. If they suck, yeah. then people might talk about it. But he was excited to be here, talked about growing up, like being a Celtics fan and stuff like that. Like that was pretty cool. So it sucks that he got the shaft. I can see why he might be a little bit upset. Obviously, yeah. And like like you said, it feels like it wasn't a complete a completely serious thing he was saying like it's not actually mad but like obviously if you get traded by a team you, you get a little more juice when you play he's gonna have like, a chip on natural see i think we already saw the Danilo garnari my god revenge game two you seasons did it too, ago see? not easy it, it is it is not easy Danilo gallinari my goodness when he played for the hawks and he made like eight threes in a row against the celtics do you remember that game when they were in atlanta and he course, just lit them up course. off the bench Yes. I don't know if he's got another revenge-esque game in him. 
I don't think the Celtics deserve a second one. That was bullshit two years ago. They don't need another. <laughs> they lost that game too. Uh, also, we've talked about this before. I really don't think the Wizards are going to be as bad as a lot of people anticipate them being. Am I crazy? I, I think it'd go bad. either way. I don't think they're going to be very good. They still have Kuzma, saying... Pool. Like they're going to have opportunity. These two young guys. It depends how good Koulibaly is. Depends on mm-hmm. Abdia. Depends on Kispert. Like there's a lot of there's a large window for the Wizards in terms of what they can be, or a, a big range. Because they could very well be the worst team in the league, but they could like compete for a playing spot. I would say this year is less likely than say last year, just because there are like more teams that seem ready. Like Orlando's ready, right? That's the thing. Yeah, Detroit might be ready. Indiana might yeah. be ready. Like th- that's three teams right there that are going to take a jump. Now Toronto's going to take a step back. So is Chicago. Those were both playing teams last year. Philly. So it's a possibility. Well, Philly's not going to take that much of a step back, though. <clears throat> I'm just saying, like, people act like the Wizards traded Beal and Porzingis and have nothing. Like, as much as people clown Jordan Poole, he still puts up, like, 20 points a night. Like, he's fine. Score. Oh, he's Tyus taking Jones. all the shots. <clears throat> exactly. Tyce Jones is a good, uh, great playmaker, underrated. Kyle Kuzma could fill it up. Daniel Gafford's a fine center. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have players. Like, it, they feel like a... a D tier version of the Nets where they just have a bunch of solid guys. And, and do you know what I'm saying though? Like it's We're just at the point in the NBA where there's so much talent. We talk about expansion from time to time on the show and silver. They need it not that long ago, but like every team is kind of talented enough to where you could be like, wow, like they have some guys like they could be competitive. Right. And then like the good yeah. teams show up and they just have 10 guys. So yeah, it's a little bit different. Like, I guess it's not out of the realm of possibility that Washington could compete and be better than, uh chicago or toronto like they might be better than toronto toronto kind of sucks i think i think they could be this year's jazz all right yeah fine i don't think they'll make the playoffs but i think they'll be like hmm, maybe maybe there's something so uh, i think that could be a possibility but anyways yeah gallinari circle in the celtics games uh i believe this is the last celtics thing we have uh, but it's it's an interesting one, and it's something we should talk about. Zach Buckley of Bleach Report. Uh, I, at this point, I want to say friend of the pod with how much we're reacting to his content. Uh, <clears throat> thank you, Zach Buckley, for filling the void uh, in the offseason. But he wrote an article talking about what the worst contracts in the NBA are going to be in five years. Mm. Or three years, I think it was. In three years. And uh, Sam, you know who made the list? Mr. Uh, Mr. Well, Jalen was on the list because I saw this. <clears throat> yes, he was. Jalen Brown is on the list. I'm going to read you. I'm going to actually look at quickly. This. <clears throat> yeah, it's in the show sheet. I, I wrote uh, I copy pasted what he said about Brown. Brown's recent extension to NBA's richest contract should span the entirety of his prime on the back end, though. It could get a little rough, particularly if he never makes ball handling and playmaking improvements uh, to crack the league's top 10. He is a really good player. He's just flawed enough that the greatness has eluded greatness has eluded him thus far. Even if he clears th- the threshold at some point, he can- could be entering the early stages of his decline by the 26-27 campaign. If his stats start to dip, though, his salary will keep climbing regardless. His average salary for the final three seasons of his pact sits north of $61 million. <clears throat> That kind of coin should only be attached to a no-brainer superstar. Brown just hasn't hat- hit that tier. This past season, he tied for only 111th in overall Raptor, despite matching or exceeding career marks in points, rebounds, and assists. So he probably needs to elevate his game in order to justify his pay rate. <clears throat> Yet even maintaining his present level could be tricky as he enters his 30s for the final two seasons of his new deal. Boston may not feel buyer's remorse, but the two-way swing man could still rank among the league's most overpaid players in three years. And before you give your take, 
I will state that Zach Buckley is project, projecting Jalen Brown to be on the decline by the time he is 29 years old. So in fairness to Zach Buckley, I thought that Brown was third on this list. He is fifth on this list. Yes. So who's ahead it's of a bit more redeemable. What'd you say? Can you tell me who's ahead of him? I don't have it pulled up. I Towns is four. Sure. Yep. Number three. Who is number three? Let's see. Bradley Beal. Also bad contract. Yeah. Obviously. Damian yeah. Lillard, Green. which I have said is an absolutely terrible contract. And then yeah. uh, Jeremy Grant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not Levine. Levine doesn't make this list over Jalen. Yeah. That's okay. You got me. That's, I'm in. That's tragic. That's I'm, terrible. I'm in on the angry. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm Zach saying? Zach Levine How- sucks. And uh, he should be on the list over Jalen Brown. But like, how long does his contract go? Uh, let me take a look right now. Sorry, I have my, uh, what's it called? My microphone on my laptop. So I'm typing like with pointer fingers. Zach Levine's contract spans through the 26-27 season. So in one, two, three seasons, he'll be making $46 million. And Jalen Brown will be making up in the 60 range. Uh, obviously, but I can't see. I guess that fifteen is a big now. difference, but I don't know. He's, like, well, no, 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 no. Sorry, let me rephrase. This season, three years from now, if you include next year, so like next year, the year after, year after that year, Zach Levine's only going to be making seven and a half million less than Jalen. Oh yeah, see there, it's not worth it. <clears throat> I think <clears throat> if there's exactly. a gap enough, then you can make the argument where you're like, oh, like I don't know, like you can do a lot with fifteen million, blah blah blah. But Zach Levine is not a better contract than Jalen Brown. Not right now. So he's talking about three years from now is the 25, 26 season. Is that what we're talking about? We're we talking 26, 27. Regardless, regardless, let's know. look at, I, I'm just trying to look at other players that I think should be on this. Rudy Gobert is going to be making $46 million in Gobert. Draymond Green just got an extension. And, and I mean, it, even if he's talking about 26, 27, which Gobert wouldn't be under contract by that point, Zach Levine's going to be making, 50 or 49 million dollars that year to Brown's 57, right? Like, uh, who else on this list? Uh, Zion Williamson's gonna be making 41 million dollars. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't like, I this seems excessive to They're me. They're probably Jaylen a Brown, lot more high risk guys than Jalen Brown. Saying like, Jalen Brown, the argument that Zach, uh, not Zach Levine, Zion is like a worse contract than Jalen, but right now you really can't guess. Zion still has that hype behind him of when he did play. Like he was averaging like 30 points a game. He was dominant, but he just can't get on the floor. And nobody talks about that more yeah. than me. So is it fair to say his contract has been in Jalen Brown's? Probably not. But I think people are less concerned about that right now because weight gain is a now issue. It's not a three years issue, at least not yet. Sure. They said that two years ago though. So yeah, who knows what's going to happen? Uh, I think it's just obscene to say Jalen Brown's going to be on the decline by the time he's 29 years old. Like, what? Me too. He's going to be it's kind of outrageous. getting worse when he's 29. That's like, literally, you think of a player's prime. It's like 27 to 31 or 32. So, like, 29, he, he's going to He'll be worse. right in the middle of his prime. Where they That's really might get screwed is if they have to sign him again. Or if they sign him again, they have to give yes. him a lot of money. Because yes. then yeah. he can command as much money as he would like. And then there's the risk where he's legitimately costing them money when he's not worth it. Yes. Yes. I don't know. This just seemed a bit, uh, a bit too out there for me. I, I understand why people think it's an overpay and obviously handing 
excuse me, is a second player Man, on a team. The Jalen contract is on that list because it's it's recent. It's newsworthy. People have talked it's, about it's it for like, the last yeah. week. People have been being like, oh, my God, I can't believe they paid this much for Jalen Brown. If you have a list like this in a year, it won't be on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is more like – and the sad part about the other contracts, aside from Jeremy Grant – those were all signed before this year. They don't have recency bias. Yeah. Maybe the Dame one does because it's reared its head in trade talks. Like when we talk about it, we're like, how the hell are you going to pay Dame 60 plus million dollars at 36? Like you can't do it. So that's where it comes up. And that's why it's recency bias, I guess, with that. But Brad Beal, like, I suppose that's recency bias too. Towns, not <laughs> so much. Towns, everyone's like, damn, this guy stinks. And then Towns is like, I changed the game. Leave me alone. <laughs> Carl Towns is something. What a guy. Uh, all right, Sam, do you want to go over this last thing we have that we've been bumping off over and over again? Uh, or do you yeah, want to save it? Yeah. Uh, hmm. I'll let you decide here. And we'll tease it here if we do save it. <laughs> no, I don't know if we have enough stuff here on on the... Oh, we'll do it. Let's do it. Tee yeah. it up. Let's go. Run it. All right. It's August. So that means it's officially I'm bored out of my mind time. This is actually the perfect time for it because I'll have other stuff to talk about. By the time next week rolls around, we're going to have uh, the Premier League comes back next week. How excited Ooh. is everybody about that? Brentford, the Bees. And then uh, college football will be back at the end of the month. Then those of okay. you that like the NFL, no, college football is fire, but the NFL sucks. Yeah. Uh, you're you're going to start to get more and more things to keep you busy. Yes. But right now, in the dead of the summer, there's a lot of time to sit around and watch some old highlights. So I put on here, we can, we can do a draft of top rewatchable game highlights. Uh, oh, we man. can do all time, I guess. Wait, I'm severely let's do like seven picks each. I'm severely underprepared. So I'm going to be winging this completely. You can wing it. It just, and it doesn't have to be like, oh wow. He pulled like a tremendous like sleeper pick. Like, no, off the top of my head, I could probably rattle off a bunch of games. Like I would like to go we'll, back. We'll and do watch. the draft. I will for an asterisk on this for those listening, all of my answers are going to be games that I was alive for. So I'm sorry. I'm not going to oh, choose. Yeah, me too. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm not going to be choose, like, my people are gonna be commenting, within the last like seven years or whatever. Exactly. People are going to be commenting like, Oh, where's Larry Bird? Where's Bill Russell? These are the all time. I, I didn't see it. So I'm not going to put it on my list. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it's cool. Good for them. That's dope. But like, I don't, I just don't care. So, <laughs> Uh, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, I can go first. All right, hit me. I think the best rewatchable game for me is the 17 point comeback against the Nets game two last year. That's a good one. That's number one. I was there game ruled best game I've ever been to. It was just a great environment. The crowd was crazy from the beginning. The Nets come out for warm-ups. Kyrie dribbles the ball off his foot, loses it out of bounds in the layup line. Everybody goes nuts. Moment in the game, Durant just dribbles it off his foot. It goes out of bounds. The Celtics are storming back. Just absolutely nuts things that happened that day to get the crowd in the game. Awesome mm-hmm. game. I am going to go with the bias pick and pick Grant Williams just becoming oh. Jesus Christ. Okay. like that. As much as I love Grant Williams, obviously – if I'm a Bucks fan, I'm so mad. I, Let's go 10, like, 10 picks. That's fine. If I'm a Bucks fan, do you want me to be writing these down as we pick them, or should I leave it? Uh, I'll I'll write them down. Okay. The <coughs> excuse me. If I'm a Bucks fan, 
I never want to see Grant Williams face again. Because like that, that's that's the type of shit that gets you heated if you're a uh, if you're a, a fan and it's just like a role player. Like imagine imagine Grant Williams in a Mavericks uniform drops twenty seven to beat the Celtics in the finals. Oh, I'd be mad as hell. You know what I'm saying? So I'll put that up there. I'm gonna go non playoffs for this one. <clears throat> Snake draft, yeah. I'm gonna go non playoffs. Give me Tatum's sixty point comeback win against the Spurs. That was like Ooh. not only did he have sixty, but like. They, that was not like a game they were just blowing them out. Like they needed they those 60 30. points. Yeah, they needed those 60s. So I was working that, that day. I, I remember that. Go Ian Steele came up to me. It was like, you really have faith in these guys? <laughs> they came back and won. Because I was I was doing it. I was watching the game. And I was like, I don't know. Like they got it to 15. <laughs> you know, like and then they came all the way back. It was a really awesome game. All right. Uh, very recency bias. Game seven versus Philly. Good game. Good crowd. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Good run. I love a good run. That's my favorite thing about basketball is when a team rips off a good run, especially at home. You get a great crowd reaction out of that. Tatum goes berserk in the third quarter. Those are highlights I will put on if I go for a run and I'm dead tired. That and the Nets game, I will put on the audio and I'll just enjoy it. It gives me an extra boost. Yeah, fair. Uh, next pick. Paul Pierce final game with the uh, Clippers. Good one. Mm-hmm. Good one. Good one. Good one. Jimmy has a great video of that. Compiled the best moments from the day. Crowd chanting for Pierce. His introduction. All of it. Uh, great day. That was the same day the Patriots came back from the Super Bowl. If you care about that, too. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go Kelly Olynyk game seven against Washington. Phenomenal. I mean, if you if you can't tell, I have a type. It's when role players do stupid shit, and just it's just fun. It's just fun to watch. And then I will never forget that day. One, by the way, was at a friend's house, and Olinick yeah. drills a three. I think to put him up, whatever double digits in the fourth, and he just tears his shirt. <laughs> just rips his shirt. That's off. amazing. Your friend Nicole who was it? Do I know them? No, you don't know. <clears throat> okay, phenomenal. Uh, and then my next pick, it didn't end up working, but like. I could rewatch Derek White lay that ball in in game six over okay. and over. And like, just, just that moment it doesn't even have to be the whole game. Like it's just a, it's the, the way the building deflates, like Derek White come to rescue is phenomenal. I'll, I'll put that. Yeah, that is the that first was, uh, road game on this list. That's great. Yeah. Well, it's a good game. I, I literally I got up and ran around my house. <laughs> oh, I, I fell to my knees. Mm-hmm. I, I hurt my ankle. I was at, <laughs> I was at my friend Devin's house and his brother was there and his brother does not care about sports. And he just got to see me have a meltdown because yeah. I was having a meltdown for 10 minutes before he did that because mm-hmm. they were just doing everything they could to lose that game. They went up with 10 with four minutes to play. And it was an act like exact repeat of the game seven the year before where it was like, Hey, we just don't want to win this game. Please win the game. Miami in Miami almost did. And I thought they were going to win. Butler got fouled and then they got so lucky with the white put back. That would have ruined me. I'm not even yeah. sure which was worse, if they lost like that or they lost the way they did. The way they did. You think so? I think I think so. The hope, the buildup, and then they just yeah, I guess so. shit on our, our dreams. Yeah, you have like the Tatum ankle thing where you can be like, he hurt himself. Out. Yeah, I guess a little, but it's just... For the, for them to make it all the way back the way that they did, have Derek White make the shot, and then they're just like, oh, sorry. I don't care if Tatum got hurt. Give me a break. It, it, that was frustrating. Anyways, but the Derek White highlight, though, was elite. All right, is it your pick now, I believe? Yep. Hit me. 
I am going to go Isaiah Thomas, 53 points versus Mother. the Wizards game two. Fuck. Yep. I'll Good never pick. forget that game. That was another, Good oh, pick. my God, they're going to lose game. Good pick. Even though Isaiah ruled in that game and he was on fire, they almost lost that game. Beal had a chance to win it. He got a good look from, like, the elbow and missed. Uh, Rozier made a big shot in that game. A lot of guys stepped up big. Isaiah, obviously, was the driving force. And then I'm going to pick maybe the only loss on this list. The 20 nothing run game in 2013 against the Knicks in game six, where mm. the Celtics were down 26 points in the fourth quarter, and they ripped off a massive run in like two minutes to make it a game. It was crazy. That was the game that make, made me like really start to love basketball because I was like, yeah. oh, my God, this this rules. Yeah. Fire. All right, my turn. Yep. Give me, I think, and I sound like an idiot. I think it was game seven. Marcus Smart, Raptors in the bubble, game seven, block on Norm Powell, clutch shots yep. at the end. Wow. Give me I'll Marcus Smart, that game. Bad pick. I, Marcus Good Smart moment, was bad pick. Marcus Smart was great. Need that. And then give me Bucks, Terry Rozier turning into uh, Scary Terry, Drew Bledsoe, step back, uh, what should have been game winner before Middleton sunk a shot. But the game was still great, and they won. So we take that. Terror is your electrifying. Over over Drew Bledsoe, please. I am going to get something that neither one of us believes fell this far. The Marcus Smart double charges game against the Rockets. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I I had that in the back of my head, but I kept forgetting because I wanted to get other things. Good. That was one of the better comebacks I've ever seen. Great game. Great pick. Oh, man. Now it's starting to get tough. Mm Mm-hmm. I will go. Hmm. <laughs> the silence. Well, I have like a few in mind. I'm just not sure which one. There was a game where the Celtics came back from 26 down against Miami. It was like 2016 in April. But the run that they went on to get themselves back in that game was insane. I'll pick that one. Okay. Was that two for you? Yep, that's two. All right. Give me give me Tatum game six bucks last year. Oh, another road game. Yep. And then did you pick game one of last year's net series or did you pick a different one? I picked game two. I want game one because game one was also electric. And the setting I was in for that, I was in Florida and we weren't allowed to watch on the big TV because it was whack. And so there was just like 18 people huddled in one room a t- in front of like a tiny little TV and, and Tatum hits the game winner. It's just ah! the rest of the house like turns their heads like what's going on. <clears throat> I'll take that game. How many picks do we each have left? By the way, You have two. I have three. <clears throat> okay. I am going to pick a pair of games against the same opponent. Uh, first one, 2008 game seven uh, Pierce versus LeBron. Yeah. And then I will do 2010 game six where Celtics make LeBron leave. <laughs> Phenomenal. That game ruled. There's a great play in that game where Garnett steals the ball and Rondo hits him back for a Duncan transition to put him up like 15 in the fourth quarter. Great reaction from the crowd. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with another loss. And this is very random, but I just remember being Ooh. like hyped. 
I want the game where no one played and the Celtics almost beat the Bucks this year. I just think the it was Bucks dope. game. I just, okay, that I was just thought it was cool. Day, actually, yeah, I just thought it was I'll fun. Put on Derek, the sheet, Derek White and the boys. Yes, Sam Hauser gate or game tying shot. Bucks. Sam Hauser hits the Over game 14. tire. That was great. Mm-hmm. And then give me I forget what game it was. I'm a bum. I think it was game three, maybe four. Avery Bradley game winner against the Cavs. Uh, in the okay. playoffs in 20, game, was it 2016? It was it 17. 17. Um, give me that game, game three, Avery Bradley. And the reason why is because it was one of the first games I like vividly remember watching with my brother. And Henry and I were just there, and he hits it and like does a little bounce in, and we just go, oh, oh, we start running around the living room. That is that was good. It didn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things, but it was a fun, fun, uh, way, way to win. That is a good game. Oh man, I have one more pick. <laughs> <laughs> what should it be? This is a good draft. I'm going to fire off some honorable mentions. I have my last pick. <laughs> I'm going to type it on the show sheet. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Hit me. All right. So honorable mentions. The game where the Celtics, led by Evan Turner, beat the first place Atlanta Hawks on a game winner in 2015. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a great highlight. Great call wow. by Gorman. I want Jeff Green game winner. I forgot about it. In oh, the Jeff corner. Green game winner. That's a good one. Um, what else is there? There's mm-hmm. the Pierce Garnett return game, which was awesome, where they both come back to Boston. The highlights of that are great. There is – I'm trying to think of recent games. There was one Lakers game where they just murdered them. That was a pretty good one. It was when Kemba was on the team. It was the day Jalen dunked on Anthony Day or LeBron. Sorry. Uh, that was a great game. You could even do the LeBron temper tantrum game. That was a good game, too. <laughs> um, but my last pick, Isaiah Thomas, 52 points versus Miami. Yeah, uh, great game. call on the shot. Absolute bomb. Tommy Heinsohn has like a stroke when it goes <laughs> in. It's just a great, great reaction. Genuine call. I mean, I guess like I'm half of my picks are like just calls on specific plays, but great play. Good game. It was close. They needed all the points. Like it was, it was in a, not a stat pad game. Just awesome. Chat. Let us know what you, what, which ones we missed. Yes, please drop, drop your favorites in the comments and we'll, uh, we'll take a look, but I think that concludes our Celtic stuff today. Sam, do you want to change the banner? I'm having troubles grabbing okay. my, my keyboard here. I am. You best. Uh, <laughs> microphone is on. Put it on. All right, we have NBA stuff to now. NBA stuff to talk about. We will start with: Is this the best off season for uniforms? And this was this was yours on the show sheet. I I'm gonna have these. to Google this actually because I I wonder if there is a like tracker. Let's mm-hmm. see NBA uniform. So what sparked this, Sam? The Suns new jerseys. Yeah. So you sent to me today. Yeah. The new jerseys the Suns will wear at home and on the road. Awesome yeah, jerseys. They're, they're new main jerseys. These yes, like- it is a mix of the classic Suns jersey with the stripes across with the sun and the basketball, the purple ones, and their current, what their actual jerseys have looked like for the last X amount of years. Jack's putting it on the screen. Awesome jersey. Good job, Phoenix. These are so sick. This rules. These are, these are awesome jerseys. These might be the best jerseys in the NBA. Well, let's all calm down a minute. But outside of Boston, outside of Boston. Yeah, 
they're really really great jerseys i wish there was a way to like it just like says like when teams change jerseys because i can't find mm. i'm trying to be fair and be like listen like this offseason was good for jerseys but also on the list of jerseys that changed this offseason kings new kings jerseys rule do you have those i'm trying to find I believe uh, we DM'd them today i think these are them are these them it's a bad yeah picture. those are them those rule look at those jerseys they're so clean they have a These classic look about them with the font good job kings the the way that the kings jerseys looked like that last x amount of years kind of sucked like they tried to be too modern i think it looks good yeah with like i the hate the modern baseball style type font the modern era of nba jerseys is tragic they go back do do more stuff like this be like phoenix the rockets should go back to the jerseys they had back in the day Send the Nuggets back to the the rainbow jerseys. Get get them in. Which those. Rockets jerseys are you talking about? Are you talking about the uh, red, not the yellow, blue ones. white ones, or yes, the yes, navy not blue, blue pinstripe with the rock? Not the, the navy front. blue. Not the navy blue. They could be an alternate, but I, I'm talking about the yellow, red, white. Like very simple, very clean. Um, the jerseys he came so fresh, so the, clean. Yes, exactly, exactly. Those would be fire. Although you also have on the show sheet, Sam, the Pelicans did drop a, a, a dookie. The Pel- we talked about it before. <laughs> Pelicans swinging a miss on the jersey. My God, Terrible. very tough for the Pelicans. Very tough. Uh, the next thing we have, Grant Williams has decided to b- bully children. Is that that the way we're phrasing it? <laughs> yes. So <laughs> Grant Williams showed up to a Dallas Mavericks youth camp today and played one on one against campers and was just shoving kids. He was yeah. posting up, backing kids down, trying to dunk the ball, d- giving them taunts, too small, rock the baby. It's clear that Grant is having some confidence issues here after, uh, you know, the Celtics didn't want to bring him back. So now he has to try and boost <laughs> his ego by playing against little kids and, and picking on them. It's working. Hopefully it's working. <laughs> the new we'll narrative see. of this show is going to be that Grant Williams is a terrible person. Stop! No, <laughs> boo! Like no, any chance we get, we throw him under the bus. <laughs> that can be your stick. I'll leave that to you. That can be your stick. Uh, not much NBA news today, though. The uh, uh, Stephen Curry was... super cool rap that you sent me. I thought that was sick. I really thought that was really cool. I'm not convinced that was him. <clears throat> I think it was. I think somebody I think dubbed him. over and he he lips. Lipsicked, whatever it is. It sounds like him. It sounds like him. The lyrics were fire. Put the basket in the casket when I am gone. Like that's well, got he said something with a gun. He didn't name drop Jaw. So L by Curry. That's true. That's a rival. Could have could have buried him. Could have went viral. Missed opportunity. Get out of here. Uh, like I said, I think the last <laughs> thing we have is more Dame Watch. We have more Damian Lillard news. Uh, I believe. Dame will play in training camp. Uh, I'm told that if he needs to end up back in camp, he would show up and play, says Aaron Fentress of the Oregonian. Oregonian? Oregon Live. Um, He's going to get his money. I mean, he's not dumb. But if you play with him and he twists your ankle, uh, play and he twists his ankle or has a calf thing again, Lord knows what. Now, what are you going to get for him? And if you end up keeping him for the entire season, what are you going to get? three or four first round picks and something for a 34 year old Damian Lillard coming off another year with another type of nagging injury. And my reply is, so why the fuck is the difference between 33 and 34? Like, what are we doing? Well, also let's not pretend that they're getting three or four first round picks now, right now they're getting Tyler hero in like a couple roles. 
Like from like <laughs> when they give you free rolls at the the restaurant with the butter. Like that's what they're getting. Texas Roadhouse. How do you like that? I didn't say bag of chips. Create. They uh, switch it up. A yeah. Switch up. But I, I'm they're so, not getting I'm so a massive kidding. return for Lillard now. If I'm the Blazers, I'm saying come back, play for this team, or don't get paid. Until Tough. until the Blazers get a good offer for him, they should not get rid of him. Tough. Why would they? It's very tough. Well, to be honest, so you can play Scoot and Anthony Simons more. Genuinely, I would just get rid of him anyway. just to play the young guys. It's bench Dame. Maybe, maybe Scoot can learn from Dame. Maybe Dame, uh, you know, develops an affection for Scoot. Wants to see him succeed. He's we'll like, see. damn, this kid has a grind about him. Where, you know, I respect that. I, I want never see run him, from the grind. Want to see him until winning. never run from the grind until it's time to run. That's not <laughs> even still... what this is about for me anymore. It's just about like being a baby and being like the best. The best like angle of the Dame saga was when it was. Dame doesn't want to join a stacked team, but mm-hmm. he's only going to play for the Heat, and he wants them to have Bam and Jimmy Butler. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> tough walk for Dame. Out on Dame. Sick of this whole thing. I, I mean, I hope they keep him. Like, listen, I don't want it to be over because they trade him. I don't want him to I get know. his way. He doesn't deserve you... to get his way. I'm sure this isn't all on him. I'm sure he's, like, de- delivered, like, preferences to his agent his agent is being the prick too which is his job but this has been far too like cry ish i'm only gonna play for this one team i'm over it it's got it, it was so bad that silver came out and was like everybody cut the crap yeah that's when you know it's bad he's going chris paul lakers on him <laughs> we'll see what happens good on uh, all good right on i think i think that concludes our uh our NBA portion of the program. Let's just get into the rat list. Or we want to do the Donovan Mitchell the extension list? that might not be happening. Oh yes, Donovan Mitchell extension. Sorry, I'm jumping the gun here. It's down down a uh, down a down list a or a page or whatever it is. You must yes, have a good rat list today. You're eager to get into that. You just want to be done. I'm ready. I'm ready. Donovan Mitchell. Uh, this is from Brian Windhorst. I don't think any uh, under any circumstances he was ever considering extending the season. I think the Cavs knew that when they traded for him. I think the pressure point comes a year from now when he's gone got one year left on his contract and to my response is one Donovan Mitchell would be a moron to sign an extension now because he would just be giving up money because it's going to increase and increase and increase so like why would you sign an extension now and two if I'm Donovan Mitchell maybe I don't want to close the door on going to the Knicks or going to somewhere instead you know what I'm saying like everybody's as much as he's it's exactly but as much as I'm fine with Cleveland like I don't know just Giannis maybe maybe wants the freedom of course, Zion too. Don't forget. Yep, Zion. Who else? Do you care about Donovan Mitchell extension though? What do you think? Like, uh, I think it's interesting because I think they have a good situation brewing in Cleveland where if he sticks around, the team has potential to be really successful. Maybe more so than if he was yeah. to leave. Yeah, I know Mitchell has never missed the playoffs. At least I don't think they did. I don't think he ever did. He's always been a, a winning type player. That jazz team he was drafted into was not supposed to be successful. He helped them make, I think, the second round of the playoffs and really just be an interesting team right away. He is a winning type player. He hasn't had a ton of success where he's got to the conference finals or anything, but his teams are always competitive. So to me, it makes sense for him to want to stick around in Cleveland. I think you make a good point about the money being a big factor where if you sign now, you're screwing yourself. Unless you're Dame Lillard, then you just get paid a lot of money for uh, years. You shouldn't be getting a lot of money. But Donovan Mitchell's young, so it's a different story. 
yeah, extend that out. Extend it out. Um, I do have some Rattler stuff, so let's let's get into it. And I just you don't go know first. How, like, I don't know how much it is. Uh, all right, I got reminded of this because there were some ambulances that came past us. Let me let me put Matt the Rat on the screen. Um, so we were driving back from mini golf. My family went mini golfing, and some ambulances came down the road. And it didn't happen this time, but it reminded me of another time it happened that made me like just angry thinking about it. So I was I was driving one time. Everyone pulled over. They did the thing you're supposed to do for emergency vehicles, and I am pulled over, about to go back on the road, and then a car is just behind the ambulance like following it and at first your first thought is oh they're probably with the ambulance right like maybe it's a loved one no just, my first just, thought is that guy is he knows ball an asshole no, he's, he's an in asshole. a hurry he Rat wants list. to get where he's going no so no, he's just chasing no. the end no this is not we're not going to spin my rat list into you thinking this is a good person if you follow an ambulance and cut off people trying to merge back into traffic from helping the ambulance you're a rat that's a rat list move. Uh, dessert, like, that, that, we're not going to praise the guy for cutting cutting me off and following an ambulance. <laughs> you're, he, you're turning my rat list into an anti-rat. You never heard no. of that? Like ambulance chasers? Like people that just get behind the emergency vehicles and they just get through traffic? Rat list. Rat list. I've never done it. I've, I've never rat had uh, the, the just absolute grit to get out and follow <laughs> the ambulance. But you have to respect the grind on that one. You, no. as an individual that does not like waiting around in the, on the road, not, yeah, why? I, I, I hate waiting around more when the assholes chasing the ambulance cut me off from getting back into the road. He just Ratless. wants it more than you. Ratless, no, not a chance. Go ahead. What's what you uh, my Ratless ninety five South? I think I bitched about this before on the podcast, but uh, I do not know how the Rhode Island Department of Transportation. Has it so there's only three lanes on 95 South going into Providence. It is absolutely insane. I get out of work. I go on the highway and all I see is brake lights. It's a terrible thing. It's a gut-wrenching feeling when you're ready to be done for the day. And all you see is a bunch of parked cars on the highway. Who the hell approved a, a, an architecture, infrastructure, whatever it is, plan where there's only three lanes on a major highway heading into the only city, <laughs> uh, well, Newport, in the state? Hey, what are we doing? And there's room. Uh, Get rid of the breakdown lanes. Four lanes. Yeah. Very tough. Change my life. <laughs> um, rat list people who drive in breakdown lanes. That's I, I lost my original rat list because you made me think of that. That's tra like bad. Uh, have you heard of the... The, the shopping cart theory have we talked about this on the show before is this the are you a good person thing where you put the mm -hmm. cart back or you don't yeah okay yes i have do you put the shopping cart back yes but i literally never use the shopping cart the way i sure this is how you go to the grocery store is when you need something you go mm -hmm. and you, you grab one of those sweet baskets and you, you, sure. you pile up in the basket sure. and then you're done that's fine that's how you don't spend a ton now, of time at the grocery store I think I, I also put the shopping cart back. I make a point too. And it is what it is. I like if you don't put the shopping cart back, it's whatever, right? Like you don't want to walk there. I disagree with it. But rattless the people who leave them in the fucking parking spot. Good call. That's what I was it's gonna say. Like what say. and and I get it if it's like an open parking lot, but when there it's like packed and there's one spot and then I pull up and there's a shopping cart in it, die. 
go to, go to hell. Like, like this is the worst. Like, just just have some courtesy to at least put it up on the barrier out of the way. I people piss me off. That's that's. I'll rat- tell you what, rat list is the people that when you are on a like a main road, right? Mm-hmm. The people in the side streets that pull out into the road, but they don't turn out all the way. They're they're like pulling out, so you have to stop. And yep. they're turning into the other side of the road yep. where oncoming traffic is coming. So they want to stop half the oncoming traffic while they try and turn out into the other lane where everybody else is still driving. So you all have to stop while this person is halfway out <laughs> into the road. Yes. I'm t- I tell you, there is no other time that I would like to be just driving a tank <laughs> where I could just mow somebody <laughs> over. Is that? I feel like Agreed. there is a, a lesson to be taught. Agree. I bet I can beat it though with the driving one. I have told you how sometimes if I'm turning left, I'll let the person who is coming out and also turning left out, right? I'll let them out. It'll be nice, right? Just because if Mm. if I'm already turning in and I have to stop anyways, we'll let them out because they've been waiting a while. I was driving today on a main road in, and I'm on the Cape right now. So a main road in Cape Cod, driving down, driving down. The person in, in front of me is consistently stopping to let people out of every entrance. Yeah, that's... Every place. That should be a lose-your-license offense. No stop signs. We're just stopping in the middle of the fucking road to let random people out of every entrance. And it's like every single time there's a car, they let them out. They let them out. They let them out. And it's not like there's nobody on the other side either. They're just waiting for traffic so they can... Terrible person. Ratless. Go, go to hell. Like, just drive normally. They'll get out eventually. Get over it. it Piss me off. That is a Yeah, it's oh, terrible. Man. Ratlist. Ratlist, the girl at Chipotle that was working today. Ooh. So I'm in there, like, ordering my burrito, whatever, and the burrito thing rips. Disaster. Right? It, it rips, like, a little bit. Like, so she goes to make me uh, a second, like, wrap so they, they can double wrap it without asking me. I don't want the second wrap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Might be, might be an off take. But like yeah, a, a burrito nice. wrap at Chipotle is 330 calories. No, she was being nice. This is your own. This is your. I I disagree. Th- this is my own problem. I understand, but at least ask. Sure, sure. And it, I understand. It, it wasn't like she didn't like acknowledge it. She just like stopped and like walked away. And I didn't realize what she was doing until she had already like put it underneath like the little stove thing. Well, she felt bad. She broke the burrito. She wanted to give you an extra. Like most people would uh, appreciate it. You're no. I disagree. Um, can I anti rat list? Have you seen the video going viral on Twitter of the police officer going down the slide? <laughs> <laughs> it might it might be the funniest video I've ever seen in my entire life. You've seen it, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you haven't seen it, the police officer <laughs> goes down this extremely tall and long metal slide, slide in Boston and shoots out of it head first. Yes, mind you. So I I know somebody that works in the news in Boston. Sure, like they covered this story. I believe at least I think he did. And we were texting about it today, oddly enough. And he was like, "Yeah, like there are a bunch of cops there, and they were all filming it." So you know, like all the other cops were like, "You won't go down the slide head first, no balls." <laughs> Here's oh, the video. The I don't know if you can hear. Uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Let me know when I'm when Matt's off the screen. I'm trying. All right. <laughs> Got it. All right, let me know if you can hear it. The sound doesn't matter as much, but I don't even think there is sound on this. Video, but... I can hear it. 
You hear him rattling down the slide. And he just goes flying. I just want to freeze frame. Ready? How does that happen? I'm actually more, and he did go feet first. I thought he went head first. How do you get? Have you seen? You've seen the uh, the memes were the reverse. It's like, it's like that. There, that's me. How did I get here? Well, here's a story. It's just how do you? He's fully just ragdolled. Yeah, it's like Henry when he laughs. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> so we're it's doing like a rat list. Uh, Andy Ratliss, the guy at my job that brought in like all of his old clothes. I guess he had a yard sale. I just got like three free sweaters and a belt. We take absolutely rules. We take those absolute big dogs. Do you, uh, Andy Ratliss, do you like mochi? Do you know what mochi is? I've never had it. It's nice. They have a place on the Cape, it's in Harwich called Mochi Nuts, which is like they're mochi donuts. And so they're like little rings with like mochi dough. And I'm a big texture guy. Maybe one of the best things I've ever had. It was like That's phenomenal. Nice. I really enjoyed. It. <clears throat> yeah, but it was mochi, so it's like it's a little doughier texture. Very nice. They had flavors. They had like Oreo, fruity pebble, cinnamon, tiramisu. Like phenomenal. Check out uh, uh, what's it called? Mochi nut. Uh, if you're in Harwich, uh, free promo. <laughs> but that's all I got. <clears throat> I don't know if you have anything else for for Ratless, but uh, uh, that was good. Do I have anything else? I, I want. I feel like I wanted to shout out some business today, but I forget what it was, so we won't do that. <laughs> no free promo, I guess. But thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate you guys very, very much. Oh, oh how about the Celtics? Oh, do we have any more? Anti rat list. Yes, the guy on the Celtics blog post that was like, "I'm happy Sam's a part oh. of the Celtics blog team." <laughs> if that was you and you're in our comments, please let us know. Yeah, I sent below. it to my mom, and my mom was like, "Oh, that was nice of Jack." <laughs> I was like, no, like, that's not, that's some guy. <laughs> Imagine I just have an alias and I'm hyping Sam up on Celtics blog. <clears throat> no. And it wasn't me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sam texted me the first thing he goes, I swear it wasn't me. Yeah, that I is some like, shit you rules. do. So shout out to you. If you want, you must watch the show. Let like, us know. Please comment. comment so we appreciate, oh, I appreciate that. But I'm happy. Uh, announcement, Celtics blog, I'm in. Yes, in Five years of trying, I'm in. Big dubs. We take it. Love to see it. But thank you all for tuning in to How About Them Celtics. We appreciate you guys for listening. As always, make sure to subscribe to the show. Join 1,100 others. Crazy. Mm. That's that's nuts. Um, leave a like. Subscribe to How About Them Celtics. Leave five stars on Apple and Spotify streaming platform. Tell your friends. Uh, leave, leave, tell your friends, please. And leave a comment. I read the comments every day. I know Sam does too. So we appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I'll go and thank you guys for listening. People on my own account. Uh, I, I do too. I respond from the Celt- how about them Celtics account, but I'll let Sam take us home. Hey, thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, you're on the YouTube page. Like Jack said, make sure you subscribe, join 1100 others. Make sure you hit the notification bell. So you don't miss any of our daily uploads. Or if there's a breaking video, perhaps Celtics sign somebody, perhaps V Mikhailu, And I can dread learning how to spell his name. When I write articles, don't miss it. S V I. M Y K. Well, the first name's not the problem. L I U C K. Sweet Mikai Luke. Great. Fantastic. Make sure you leave a like, <laughs> uh, leave a comment for us. If you're listening on audio platforms, it's either Spotify or Apple. Make sure you follow us. Leave a nice five star review. Say something nice. 
Uh, you can follow us on socials at How About Them Seas, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Facebook is just the name of the podcast. Short clips will be coming back when Jack is back from vacation. We have a bunch in the queue for you guys. So I guess we get a week off of that recording. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Almost a week. A little, a little All right. A little you can follow Jack on Twitter at Jack's Money. You can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's it for us. Bye. Yeah.